right. The Darkest, the Darkest Beautiful, Beautiful campaign. campaign. Kind of take us through some of the few specific advocacy initiatives that you guys have undertaken and how that's kind of panned out over the years. We've done quite a few things really and and of course right now we are very much on social media platforms uh, so people can easily connect with and be part of these conversations but when we started it to be frank we didn't know what to do with it because yeah, it's a yeah. it's a sort of a very sensitive issue right and so it is. Uh, we wanted yeah so it it is kind of because very often we face it in our own homes our own parents or grandparents or relatives you know calling us names or making those remarks so people don't share openly about it but they feel the hurt right yeah yeah absolutely so uh, yeah so we decided to give it artistic expression we thought art is a great medium for people to express and so how we launched it was we uh, did a series of contests in painting photography short stories and you know uh, so on and so we invited entries and to our amazing amazement we got so many entries uh, within a span of uh, a week and that's basically how we launched the campaign Beautiful. and the conversation started yeah let's kind of continue conversation about this real issue um all through this hour we're going to be chatting about this on K Spotlight standby music great conversation and a whole lot of K welcome to Bangalore's personal ray of sunshine you're locked into good morning bangalore with K One world, your station. This morning on the show, we are addressing skin color and the plague that it causes on a country like India, and how it's been the talk of many, many generations. And how, for example, Kavita Emmanuel, who's the founder of Women of Worth, is with me on the show, discussing how they've launched a campaign called "Dark Is Beautiful" and why it should matter to you. K Spotlight. This is Good Morning Bangalore with K. You know, recently, I think the most recent thing that I can think of was when we had the Black Lives Matter movement really pick up pace mm-hmm. in um, mm-hmm. in the US of A, and then mm-hmm. it spread to mm-hmm. different parts of of the world, and then it came to India as well, right? And we said that, hey, you know what, um, brown lives matter too, if that made any you know sense. But uh, fundamentally, when we addressed all of this, there were a, there were advocates here in India with regards to bringing out that problem of colorism. right how did you guys kind of react when that kind of came to india what were some of the trends that you were seeing at that time where do we stand after all of that yelling we've been doing to someone for someone to hear right where are we right now that is a packed question uh, there's a lot of layers to your question and of course the answers I, i'll try to be as brief as possible sure, sure. Uh, the thing is when black lives um, matter movement picked up and we also had calls from them and media here called us and wanted to know our opinion and all that the thing is when you say black lives matter it's it's I don't think it's uh, right to kind of steal the attention from a particular issue and say brown lives also matter. Of course, yeah, because, all lives matter, know, right? All lives so, matter. Yeah. Absolutely. We when, yeah, when that was yeah. happening, we were, you know, in India, we were like, "Hey, we matter too." Just wanted to say but, Yeah, you know. yeah. Yeah, but so when you're focusing on an issue, it doesn't mean that the other side doesn't matter. When you say women, you know, have to be empowered, doesn't mean men don't have to be empowered. You know, men and women are important. So the question, um, the one of the uh, factors is that you no know, colorism, it doesn't exist on its own. It kind of is 
it intersects with other issues like colorism and racism colorism and casteism colorism and classism so uh, yeah so in india it's it's very unique in the way you see colorism you probably won't see it in other parts of the world Absolutely. for us we have our, you know for instance our matrimonial columns with arranged marriage wanted groom or i am now i am now an engaged know? man i am an engaged man myself so <laughs> yeah. luckily i'm not looking okay. at matrimonial columns uh, okay but, <laughs> I don't know but like you know sometimes when I come across them in the in the you know in the listings I, I really thought we were in the 21st century I thought we've moved ahead but no no so that really reflects who we are even at you know at this point uh, there's nothing wrong in arranged uh, with arranged marriage per se but then what are we no, looking for No I was referring to marriage, the listing know? of wanted fair girl exactly, yeah. that does yeah know, yeah it's like uh, crazy so yeah it's very unique here in india it's very unique in south asian nations it's very unique in africa it's you know in the middle east so it's yeah. it's kind of different and it, and it intersects with different issues and so we do empathize with the what is happening in the us and you know uh, with black lives matter we you know we we said yes we are with you on in this matter but Uh, yeah. We don't want to steal the attention away from what you are facing right now. Well said. Yeah. Well said. We are going to come back and actually discuss this a little bit more with Kavita. So make sure you stay right here. We're discussing color on the show this morning, and here's hoping that this can spark some form of change at least. There are people who complain about blues, and there are people who listen to Good Morning Bangalore with K. K. Let's go. Ninety-four point three. One world, your station. Kavita Emanuel has been fighting for color and against colorism for a long time now. She's the founder of Women of Worth. They've launched a campaign called Dark is Beautiful, and we're discussing color on the show this morning. K Spotlight. This is Good Morning Bangalore with K. when you did launch the campaign in 2009 with you know real passion to address the issue of colorism in india i think some of the challenges you had you know you were challenged by the lack of voice for these traumatized by skin color discri- discrimination um and i think you really recognized the need for a platform for people to connect express and you know challenge this toxic belief that was uh, really stripping people of their sense of worth almost but with that how far have we come kavita when you started this in 2009 um are these conversations still prevalent do you still have and when i say this let's talk about your and my inner circles right our first circles our second circles of people um whom we know and love who come and say that hey this happened to me today this person said this and i was taken aback and i didn't know how to react do you still face that absolutely yes you know i i'm just reminded of one particular ad we uh, used to have sometime back i don't know if you've seen it there's a shade card like how you go and buy paint <laughs> you can choose paint so this ad actually you know shows you a shade card and say if you start using this product you'll keep going you know uh, from lighter to lighter and so on so so how do we measure progress is you know it's basically to note the narrative around us I, there's good news and bad news uh, some things have changed and and have gotten better but sure, the sure. most uh, you know there's a lot that has to change in terms of representation of all kinds of skin for instance today how do how does the world perceive indians you know what do they think indians look like to most get? people are yeah to most people like you know you're right i'm not even saying or, that you know? as a joke i mean yeah. that in all honesty i've actually yeah. asked 
people there and then this is what they've told me this is something that i've heard so see you you see right the the sort of perception we have to change definitely see the thing is we are just one campaign right and we need probably 100 other campaigns like us to bring that sort of a change but yes do we receive emails do we hear stories yes hundreds of them since we started the campaign and so i can definitely say in terms of progress awareness about the issue has increased conversations have increased narrative has increased uh, improved to some extent in terms of change i have you know one story i keep saying that over and over 15 Let's year old it. girl yeah this this uh, 15 year old girl maybe now she's probably 20 or 25 um uh, so she uh, wrote to me and said you know uh, people have told me not to stand in front of the blackboard because they can't see me and i've used countless number of whitening products sometimes i've had allergies uh, but uh, when i saw the campaign and realized there are other people like me and the fact that you validate how i feel i realized i don't have to change anything about me and and she said i am uh, annie and i'm just 15 years old you know so for a person that young to feel that sort of a deep hurt and trauma because of what people have said to her and then to say that you no know, now i've i yeah. think differently you know for us what we're doing is worth it for us super yeah. so happy to hear that we're going to do our last leg of conversation with kavita on the other side of this make sure you come back with us super soon it's radio 1 my name's k Looking forward to partying on the weekend is so yesterday when you have a party on the airwaves every morning every morning you're okay uh. 94.3 One world your station How often have you been victim to a relative telling you hey you look a little bit darker well if you have well this morning on the show we're discussing color with Kavita Emanuel K spotlight This is Good Morning Bangalore with K I want to ask you what you touched upon which is the ads right it's fueled by a lot of media campaigns um you know across the world not only in India I'm not going to say only in India but across the world in fact we play such a key role in influencing the young you're watching say a certain show on television hypothetically mm-hmm. or you're watching a video on YouTube and you suddenly have this pop up saying that skin color you need to get lighter here's what you use this is the thing that but Do you feel that amongst the media fraternity mm-hmm. there will be there is a lot of change especially since you started way back in 2009 I feel it's come a decent way but I'd I'd love to know your thoughts because you've basically been tracking that journey non-stop I would say the advertising world or the cosmetic brands are aware that the general public is more aware now uh but in terms of change i would say we haven't really felt it oh, they say they claim yeah they say they claim but uh you know i don't see a lot of change uh, sadly especially with regards to advertising so yeah right um so for young people kavita you know or parents who have young ones who are exposed to various types of media be it uh-huh. you know the internet be it television be it even radio whatever it is right they're listening they're listening keenly and they're aware like you said of what's going on in terms of this thing but there's that insecurity that creeps up because hey i saw it on on an ad i saw it here i saw it there i want you to address this from two perspectives one how does a parent of a kid like this kind of tackle it and number two how does a kid respond to this if say for example they are listening to this right now how do they react to it when they come across a 
piece of information on the internet that has color discrimination in it and advertising you know kind of they prey on the insecurities of people but they didn't create the bias right so the bias was created and it's embedded in our culture so mm-hmm. uh, we need those sort of affirming messages and you know so keep i mean be with the kids when they go through those sort of things and sure. yeah, tell them they're sure. beautiful yeah the campaign is called dark is beautiful uh started all the way back in 2009 women of worth they are not profit based in india and they aim towards awareness and advocacy um to fight colorism and i hope you've enjoyed conversation with kavita emmanuel um and if you have kavita where is the best place for them to find you guys online they our website is darkisbeautiful.in we are in different uh, we're various social media platforms instagram facebook twitter uh, do connect with us and yeah you know be part of the campaign at let me just say that while we're at the end of this interview it seems like such a small thing right when we speak about it and we come from a place of privilege where you know maybe we might not have people in our families that react like that you know i'm just saying um Correct. we come from a real place of privilege and we like this is such a silly issue why why is there this advocacy for it unfortunately i think people who are in that position don't realize that there are so many others out there who suffer day in and day out just by the people in their circles constantly needling poking prodding until it becomes too much at one point of time i think what you started all the way back in 2009 is such a beautiful little initiative we're in 2021 but i wish you all the very best for the years to follow and here's hoping that we we don't even need to have that conversation because this is an issue that's been normalized in the future and we don't, we don't so have too. a bias towards yeah. it yeah mm-hmm. thank you so much thank you kavita ladies and gentlemen get to know him off air too have you followed him on facebook instagram and twitter yet at off air with k slide into his dms now 94.3 radio 1 one world your station